2: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.
3: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. And welcome to a live episode of Rams Uncensored, I am your host Tommy Avance, and as always with me, my co-host Brian Giwano and Mark Luan. How are you doing today gentlemen?
1: What's cracking boys?
4: I'm in a corner touching myself because the Rams had a victory.
3: Yay. Fantastic. How are you guys feeling today?
1: Getting this W feels great. fucking great.
3: Yeah. You guys don't About sound fucking right. excited. You sound like a bunch of little bitches. Wake up. We're back on fucking track. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. You guys look, sound like you're smoking look. weed.
4: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We we got a good W. I give you that. We played a fucking weak opponent today. I'm not saying that they're weak, but they're fucking weak, and they were one in five. We need to show the same fucking intensity against a good team.
3: Well, of course, no, you know, but absolutely. when you beat if we would have beat the Falcons today by three points, you'd be pretty pissed off,
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Exactly. A big disappointment. Well, what was the final score? Uh, 37 to 10, I believe.
3: Yeah, and the one touchdown they got was garbage time, so it was basically 37 to 3, so we won the game by 34 points. Whipped that ass. That look
1: up sack. It's a, it's a shutout. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could you could take
4: away our last touchdown, and you could take away their touchdown, and just call it thirty to three.
3: Yeah, it was, it was yeah. bad, dude. I mean, look at look at the injection that Jalen Ramsey gave this team. Right, the front office made a decision this week to do something about it. Not just with Jalen Ramsey, but trade for a guard, trade for a linebacker, dump Marcus Peters, so we can get the best corner in the league. Um, Jalen Ramsey was worth every bit of those two first-round picks because those two stupid first-round picks are two random college players that might suck ass anyway. So who gives a shit? You know what I mean? You want proven players, dude. And when you have the best defensive tackle and now the best defensive cornerback in the NFL, uh, that makes a huge difference. you guys agree?
1: Absolutely. I mean... Ramsey made an impact almost immediately okay, with limited snaps and you know just barely getting any kind of work with the, you know the team in practice and it was nice to see you know a, a player of his caliber should do that should be able to come right in and just do his thing and he got caught slipping so, a couple times with Jones but other than that he was great
4: so so to piggyback off that he got caught a couple times like I saw two big things right. First off, the Rams have been running fucking zone all year, right? And been getting picked apart, no pass rush. So today, knowing that Jalen's back there, they were able to send a pass rush today. They were able to send some extra players, and you saw Dante Fowler Jr. feast. You saw Corey Littleton feast. You saw a bunch of players feast. But you also saw the one-on-one against... um, Tulio, or Tulio is me and Mark like to refer to him as. (laughs) Anyways, he actually got beat a couple times by Tulio, and here's the biggest difference between him and Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters gets beat. He doesn't make any kind of recovery on those passes, and they're easy touchdowns. Jalen gets beat. He makes a recovery. He makes a tough pass, and, yeah, a couple of them got completed, but a couple of them did not that would have been easy
1: touchdowns in previous weeks. I agree. A player like Julio is going to get his regardless. He's going to get a couple. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what about the offense? How's How do you guys feel about the offensive line, pass blocking, rush blocking? Overall, I thought it was a little bit better. Need some work still, yes, especially run blocking. But what are your overall thoughts on it?
3: Go ahead, Tommy. Say that again? I obviously was uh, not paying attention. I'm (laughs) multitasking here. So, (laughs) what did you 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 say again? Listen, I got to run run the (laughs) fucking show too, dicks.
1: Hey, hey, if you want me to take this, I'll (laughs) jump first, but I was trying to pass it to you first. Yeah, there was no dead air there, though. You'd be proud.
3: No, listen, when you guys hear me quiet, it's probably because I'm busy. Yeah, I figured. Or you ate a gummy? One of the two. No, no gummies during the day.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: at least, at least, you know, unless you want me to be, you know, mute the whole episode.
4: Well, it, it, started, it kind of sounds that way, but uh, no. He asked you how you felt about the offense so far. You know the differences you saw this week compared to weeks previous. So I said I'd let you run with it first.
3: Yeah. Well. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm, I literally, okay. I'm well, literally multitasking right now, dude.
4: <laughs> okay, so he's multitasking. Let me let me jump Go in ahead, what right. I saw. So what I saw was an offensive line that still struggled, definitely still struggled. The run game still needs some work. Um, I saw Dev, David Edwards actually looked like 100% improvement because if you're watching the game, they're not mentioning his name. There's not one flag against him. I'm not seeing one guy just beat him. Um, I am still seeing Austin Blythe still having problems, still seeing some problems up the middle, still seeing some problems on the edges. What I did see was a difference in play calling, though, with rolling out Jared Goff, trying to elude some of that pass rush, trying to give him a few seconds of extra time, and also mixing in the run just a little bit, even though it's not 100% working, so that the play-action pass had a chance. Pass it off to you, Mark.
1: Awkward.
3: Oh my God. Awkward. You still there, Mark? Awkward silence.
1: Mark, Can you, can me? you hear me? Can you hear me now? No, I hear you now. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I don't. I don't know what happened there. But anyways, um, I think I think uh, a ghost came in. Maybe, perhaps, spooky season. Yeah. Anyways, the the. The rollout, you know, passes from Goff. He hit on a couple of them. Um, It was kind of it was nice to see us just mix it up a little bit on offense and get him out of the pocket with some room to throw. Um, He, I remember he hit Gerald Everett on the sideline on one of them, and then I think the very next play he rolled out to his left instead of the right, and it was I went terribly on that one. I don't know what they're doing there. I think he was trying to hit Johnny Munt on the pass. But he got he got rushed right away almost. But and it was just nice to see. You know, you mentioned David Edwards. He he looked pretty pretty damn good for a rookie that's coming in and hasn't played guard yet. He looked damn good. Uh, like you said, for a high school good. quarterback? Yeah, for
4: for yeah, a Cody yeah. Leach.
1: For a Cody Leach, there you go. Other than that, run blocking is still booty. Uh, I've seen Todd Gurley. Hey, hey uh, I do I do have a question. You.
4: I do have a question. You brought up that uh, roughing the passer that Jared Goff got, you know, the call for. How how bullshit is that call though? Uh, yeah, I I, was I know like, I, well, know, well, it I yeah, know it helped us. I know it helped us. but How bullshit is that call? No, it was. It was. Well, technically,
3: understand. technically, this is 2019. That's the rules. You can call it bullshit all you want. Can't land on players anymore, dude. Can't.
4: So, so let me ask the same, you this, Tommy. The same pro. How wrestling. are you
3: supposed to make that play and not land on him? You can. So it's simple as but, this listen let me finish when he was okay. going to hit him and tackle him he could have just f- pushed him pushed pushed his arms out and pushed him and that would have shown physically that he was trying not to land on him but because he decided to wrap around his hips and shoulder drive him down into the ground and land on him he got a flag dude just like okay okay. Listen, later in the ask game you this, though. okay no,
4: no, no. So this is the same, no, no, in the same breath. So we saw another play earlier in the game where Dante Fowler missed the sack because he was trying to be light on Matty Ives.
3: No, he went too high like so a dumbass. He light. I'm just saying that if you just push him, he doesn't necessarily go down. No, you have to show contrite. You just have to show it. If he still fucking landed on him, they wouldn't have threw the flag if he would have shown could try Later in the game, Troy Hill wrapped up the fucking wide receiver and he had an opportunity to pick him up and slam him on the ground because they were standing they were standing tall and there was no way he was going to tackle him in that position without picking him up on off his feet and slamming him like Kurt Angle would in the WWE to a fucking other wrestler. But he chose not to because he's seen about 15 of those flags thrown this year already and he chose not to. He just hold on. He he basically held on to his waist and wait for the whistle to be blown and didn't get a flag. So bravo to fucking Troy Hill for using his goddamn head because we obviously know this game has changed and if you don't change with it, you're going to get a flag, dude. It it is what it
4: is. I'm sorry. I the I'm sorry, I still don't agree with it, man. That game is moving way too quick when you're trying to get back to the quarterback, and you hit him with your shoulder, and I'm sorry you landed on him.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, dude. Like, they're going to throw the flag, so keep doing what you do, and you'll just keep getting those stupid fucking penalties. Do I agree with it? No, I played in a different era where we used to beat the shit out of each other. But if you played in this area, we'd have to change the way we played a lot, so... It is what it is, like, man. I get it,
4: but... I don't agree with I it. it. it I, like to, I like to
3: fucking murder people, dude. That was my thing, you know, but... Shit,
4: I get man. it, but my, my problem is... My problem is... is You're actually going to get people injured trying to pull back. Like, if you just play... Like, that, that play had no injury effect towards Jared Goff. There, there's none, but if that dude pulls up... He's got a chance of getting injured just because he's trying to pull up, man. I just, I don't know, man. The you don't think Jared Goff? Jared Goff?
3: Jared Goff stuck his hand into the ground like Sam Bradford used to when he was falling. It's a natural human reaction, and that's how you fucking yeah. dislocate your collarbone, break your shoulder, tear your lab, all that shit, dude. So he absolutely could have got injured on that play because that two hundred something pound fucking dude landed on him. If he would have got hurt, and get injured, we'd, we'd be out. We'd be with Blake Bortles right now, buddy.
4: Yeah hey, if he got hurt I still wouldn't have agreed with the flag.
3: Yeah. I mean we can disagree Just with saying. the flag all night. I'm I'm agreeing with with the flag because of the evolution of the game. I'm I'm trying to modernize my thinking here. But do back in the day I would have fucking crushed his ass too, dude.
1: How do you think Clay Matthews feels about that? He got called he on a single play plenty of times. He, he probably thinks it's a bitch move too. He just got fined,
4: by the way, for criticizing the officials for the flag that got thrown on him in the Seattle
3: game. Yeah, that's communist behavior right there. I don't yeah. agree with that shit at all. Fuck the NFL. Yeah, doing flat, fining guys for for speaking their mind? What is this, fucking China?
1: Fuck hey, does anybody dude? remember week one, Tom Brady was live-tweeting one of the games, and he was being critical of the officials, too? Did he get fined? Yep, no. absolutely. But he's not
4: playing in that game, and that's why they can't find him. Yeah. That's the big difference. We could sit here and watch the game and criticize the fishing all we want and all the players can, but if it's a game they're playing in, they can't say a damn word.
1: Yeah, you know. But and we're not Saints fans either, so you know we're not gonna do that.
4: No, but no, and Tom Brady's right. Let the freaking players play, man. At some point, like where are all these frickin' flags coming from? Exactly. It's like I I, I have to say though, this game though, in just in general, it was pretty clean, though. There wasn't a whole no, lot of flags, was. which was a nice thing. Which was a nice thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. other than the, the scuffle between Aaron Donald and Devontae Freeman. That was cute. Hey, and, yeah. And yeah, I, I had Devontae Freeman going in two
4: different fantasy leagues, and the second I saw him throw that, I was like, good Lord. Dude's getting manhandled. He's going to get kicked out of the game. He didn't even connect.
3: Yeah, short people are ang- <laughs> yeah. short. People are just fucking angry, you know. They're mad because they're fucking knee high to a grasshopper. They're all the same.
1: Dude, Donald was like in the fucking he, matrix. There, he just fucking dodged it in slow motion. That punch he was like, really? Are you fucking kidding me right now? He picked and him up by he, his he, face he, mask. Uh, no, no, he had him by his pads up front. Regardless, fucking, his feet yeah, came off
3: the second. ground. <laughs> he looked like a but tire. he could have grabbed him.
4: But he but he could have. But the thing is, is he could have. Oh, look at Marcus Peters making a play.
3: Where? Sorry.
1: Oh, in, in the Seattle game right now. Is that still three zero? Uh, no, no. seven to six. Uh, seven six. Yeah. No, that wasn't Marcus. Sorry, I thought well, it was.
3: It's about to be ten to six, Seattle. Yeah. Now that should have been a flag
4: on Metcalf grabbing Varese's face mask all the whole way down the field.
3: Man, you know what sucked is you know the Washington Redskins had an opportunity with that horrible weather in DC today to to you know to get that done. They lost nine to zero, but man, what an opportunity squandered for us, right? Well, Never. even even
4: even better, they held those dudes in check all day and only tried to throw the ball twelve times.
3: Yeah, it was the perfect opportunity for a bad team to take advantage of a good team because the when the field is bad and the weather's bad, Superman becomes Clark Kent. It is what it is, you know.
1: You well, the playing let's, field let's, is leveled.
3: Let's also
4: point
1: out the fact that the Niners on offense aren't that good. No, they're not. They're absolutely not. What did uh, Jimmy and, and G have like ten yards pass shook. in the first half? Jimmy G, is like garbage. that? Yeah, no, he's absolute garbage if anything now thinking back on it last week's game we beat ourselves are you kidding we me we did
3: every game we absolutely did absolutely did. every game we lost we did <laughs> yeah. dude
4: unreal how the rams are the rams the rams are 4 and 3 but um if the rams just play sound physical football they're fucking seven and 0 oh
3: right now yep Absolutely, and, and, yeah, and a, lot, you see a lot of this season has to do with the coaching. You know, the coaching is the, the the guys who are letting us down with all this, you know, cover four bullshit. But let's be honest, this
4: is something they needed. They needed a little bit of adversity, and now they're playing from behind, and they're going to have to go out there and kick ass.
3: Yep, we got another yeah, game. A lot of W's in sight. Yeah, we got another tune-up game, you know, every NFL team can play football, we know that, but listen, the Cincinnati Bengals are hot doo-doo, you know, and I think we're going to to London and beat them down as well, and go into the bye week, five and three, man, I could live with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd take
4: five and three all day, take five and three all day, because that was a tough early schedule.
3: Absolutely, and you know, to... You know, like we talked about for the first quarter of the season, the Rams not playing their starters in the preseason. Basically, weeks one through four were the preseason, and they came out of it three and one. So, kiss my ass, dude. That's pretty good. You know, we just got. We're, we're talking now.
4: about. We're talking about a missed field goal from being four, or I mean, sorry, five and two right now. And yep. if we're five and two, no one's even. No one's even worried. But we're four and three, and everybody still thinks this guy is falling.
3: Yeah, that's insane. But most yeah. most you know fans I mean? are most fans eat boogers. Let's be honest; they're not real fans. They just you know watch the game and have major opinions and don't really do any homework. So don't don't get too upset on Twitter, guys. It's fucking hilarious. yeah. Oh,
4: I, I, I well, first off, I try not to look at Twitter during a game because there's just a bunch of idiots on there.
3: There's a, yeah, there, there's some knuckleheads for sure. There's a lot of you know fans that are knowledgeable, and I respect that. I just wish everybody would make the effort to go do their homework, not just you know on the game itself, but you know understand the financial side of the business, just so we can have a a good conversation instead of just somebody angrily forcing their incorrect opinion on you as fact. It's fucking annoying.
1: Yeah, as Tommy would like to say, there's a lot of booger eaters on Twitter.
3: Absolutely, a lot of booger eaters. A lot of them I you know what <laughs> i kind of want to eat a booger
4: in my life just to know what eating boogers is like because i've never eaten one man like, my, you know i, I eat dog, like i eat dog food once. i eat careful. dog food once, tastes careful. like a cracker
3: just be careful man once you what is it <laughs> what once is I that hit, saying once I,
4: once, once I pick i will never fucking quit or what <laughs>
3: <laughs> once you pop, you can't stop.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, once I pick, you can't quit. I don't
3: you, know. Where, where are we going with this? Each booger you eat, your IQ goes down one point. <laughs> Holy Damn, shit. Man. don't do it. Stop Ram talking
4: about Rams Twitter it. that way.
3: Listen, I love all my Rams Twitter guys. I love everybody. I just want some of them to actually make the effort to learn fucking something instead of yelling on Twitter and bullshit all the time. It's frustrating. You know, it's funny. I've been doing a lot of analyzing Twitter accounts and and I'll read a lot of people's responses. Then I'll go click on their profile and see how many followers they have. And I'm telling you right now, the percentage of people on Rams Twitter that have 100 or less followers have the worst fucking takes. And that directly correlates with the amount of followers they have. It's not a fucking coincidence.
4: Whoa, 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 hold on. But you got somebody like fucking Hector who's got like over 2,000 in that dude. Come on. I just, I just want to throw that out there in case he's listening. Just fuck <laughs> with him. Just fine.
3: <laughs> Anomalies exist. Oh, I, I I I have to play. Wait, wait.
4: By the way, how many how many followers does Cody Leach have? Because I actually have never looked, but... Uh, you know, there's some good takes and there's a lot of bad takes.
3: No, Cody's an yeah. Cody. Cody's also an anomaly, but Cody also is a professional troll. I've learned that over time. He he says a lot of stuff just well, to obviously. fuck with people. You know, no, I don't yeah. think I yeah. think Cody his football IQ is a lot higher than he tweets a lot of times. I think he just does the fucking. He likes to piss people off. That's the bottom. Yeah, of no. That. he tries well, to he, get under the he also
4: likes to stick by. He likes to stick by stats. Yeah. Like. Fuck. Whether it's the way analytics. he feels or not, like stick with the analytics. Yeah, you know analytics. what
3: I want to do. Quit. We know what I want to do with Cody this week. I'm going to hit him up, and Cody, if you're listening, which you probably don't, but whatever. I'm going to hit you up, and I'm going to I'm going to give you the opportunity to put your money, my money, where your fucking mouth is, son. So what you're going to do Ooh. next week huh. for me on Bovada? I'm going to put up a bet. And you're going to pick a five-game parlay for me, and we'll see how fucking good you really are, my friend, and I will use my own money just to prove it. I want to see how good you are at picking games. We're doing spread, no over-under bullshit. You're going to pick the team, and you're going to pick the points. Five games, let's see what you got. My money, your mouth, my friend. Let's do this.
4: Okay, I got another one. I want to see Cody Leach in a football game, and I guarantee I could throw a football
3: farther than he can. Listen. Mark's already seen my talent.
1: No, I, I, I'm not I'm not lying, I can fucking chuck the ball. I, I think I can <laughs> throw the ball pretty well too. I, I'm fairly confident in my arm. Mm. I'm confident I, I in still both think of I, mine. Can, I think
4: I I, I still <laughs> I still think I could throw a seventy yard bomb.
1: Dude, it's it's hilarious just seeing people at the tailgate in the parking lot throwing the ball and just the that's my favorite part. They have is just ridiculous, like, and they think that they're fucking throwing the shit out of the ball. Oh my god! (laughs) It's my
3: favorite part of tailgating to watch grown men instantly turn into little fucking toddlers when a football gets in their hand. It is fascinating that a grown man can't throw a fucking ball. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I don't care if you played sports or not. You should be able to throw a ball. Just my opinion. No. So wait.
4: Let's 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 put, let's put a small caveat on that because I guess it would depend on the size of the ball because some people have small hands.
3: Dude, my hands are the size of a fucking six-year-old.
4: No, no, I know, I get it. But I'm saying if we're talking about a full nfl size ball or a college ball,
3: no, full, full NFL, yeah, college balls are terrible no, I know for throwing. But I'm
4: saying college balls are. Small compared to
3: an NFL ball. That's nope. All I'm nope. They're actually shorter and fatter. That's why they're the harder to throw. Mm hmm. They're terrible. No, all I'm getting
4: at is like, depending on the ball, they're just different sizes.
3: No, I agree. The college football for throwing is garbage. That's why you see most college quarterbacks throw ducks, even when they're really good. And then when they get in the NFL, all of a sudden it turns into a spiral because that fucking ball is much easier to throw and it's much more aerodynamic. So. I hate college footballs. They're, they're fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, I know. I fucking always hated throwing with those kind of balls. You want to know what's terrible? You want to know what's balls. terrible?
4: And I, I, and, no, no, no. You want to know what's terrible, and I hope he's listening right now? What's terrible is Matthew Herrera is in Westwood right now doing homework for some lazy-ass college punk at UCLA that doesn't even make the starting lineup. Just throwing that out there.
3: <laughs> Matt, you know we that love note, you. And on, you fat note, bastard.
4: and on that note, I'm going to get another beer. I mean, a white cloth. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh. I, no,
3: no, no. I, I,
4: no, 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 no. Hold on. I drank real beer all throughout the game. This is me toning it down as I know the day is coming to a head.
3: Well, just make sure your pinky's up high when you're drinking it. Yeah. It's, a, it's mandatory. Oh. Let's be fancy. Hold about on. It. Hold on. Like, Oh, I will get the beer I I will pour that shit
4: right into a martini glass for you, mother. <laughs> I, 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 I I held it off because I know Derek's listening, and Derek, we get his Derek's voice right now. If I said the real word, sorry.
1: Go ahead, say it, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rams uncensored, motherfucker. We ain't censoring ourselves. Fuck yo couch, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you we never doing the Sunday.
4: Up. We never doing the Sunday wrap up game again, and I don't give a fuck.
3: Nope, we're doing Sunday today to give good old Derek a little breaky break he needs. It the dude never sleeps, he never stops, so he's going to be spending the evening with his daughters and wife. So that's why we're here today, gentlemen. Yeah.
1: Nope, he needs it.
3: Definitely. Absolutely. Hopefully, Derek gives
4: himself a nice little mass and gill douche tonight, so that his vagina is nice and clean in the morning. And he feels good for next Sunday. Right. What? What? Well, do you want me to say it again? Do You want me to say it again? Yeah. Hopefully, Derek <laughs> stupid ass. is having a nice douche maybe a summer's eve douche maybe he is making his vagina smell nice nice and summer clean for next sunday after the wrap-up of the rams beating the hell out of the cincinnati Bengals. okay i'm done
3: (laughs) all right gentlemen we're going to take a quick commercial break from one of our sponsors we'll be right back And we're back on Ram's Uncensored.
1: What's up, you some bitches? Wow, I missed you during that break, Tommy.
3: Yeah? You miss me? You want a fucking hug, you little bitch? Yeah, let hug. <laughs> hey, ski guys, and game. Dude, I was watching South Park last night. Um, it was actually on in the background. Me and Mark were on the phone till 1 in the morning having a little novella love fest, you know, because that's what we <laughs> like to do. And uh, South Park was on in the background, and... It was an episode where they're making fun of Burger King and that uh, impossible fucking plant burger or whatever. And, dude, the scene was so good. He goes and he he orders one. He asks what it is. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll give it a try. And he orders it and he opens it up and takes a bite. And he's like, oh, my God, it's so amazing that you guys got this to taste just like dog shit. (laughs) Like, I was not (laughs) expecting him to fucking say that. And he's like, how did you guys get the actual dog shit flavor into this burger? It's fascinating. Dude, I almost fell out of the fucking bed. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) They were going in on the vegans, dude, on South Park. Wow, it was fucking hilarious. But I just had to throw it in there. I thought it was pretty funny.
1: I haven't watched South Park in for fucking ever. Me neither. I was just
3: flicking through the channels, and I'm like, okay, fucking put it on. And lo and behold, they're still doing their thing, chewing everyone's ass. It was fucking great. Yeah,
1: most of the time I turn the TV on, and it's like Family Guy or something, which I love Family Guy, too.
3: Yeah, I used, to, I used to watch South Park like constantly, man. It was my favorite show. One of my best friends that I grew up with, Nick Hecker, he can do Eric Cartman's voice dead on. If Trey Parker <laughs> ever hit the deck, he would definitely have a fucking job. I tried to get him to do it yesterday when he was at the house at my son's birthday party, and he wouldn't do it. Fucking asshole. Everyone's like, come on, man, do the Cartman. He's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm sick of that shit. Like, come on, man, when you got it, you got it. You got to let it fly, motherfucker. That's a talent. You know, when he, remember when? Speaking, Car, remember speaking, when? <laughs> you guys remember when Carson did which, the what?
4: Pick six, Russell Wilson. Sorry, I just want to interrupt this. The Ravens are up thirteen ten. Marcus Peters.
3: Oh, Marcus shit. Peters just housed it. Marcus uh, oh, Peters. I got
4: it just on right now. It. Wow. I wasn't looking. There. Here's the replay. Marcus Peters just
3: housed it in his number twenty four. Here's the replay. Here. Here we go. Here we go. Marcus Peters, I fucking love you, bro. You literally left with dignity, respect, drove all the way back to the headquarters to say bye to everybody, and quite possibly could give our division rivals a loss to help us in the division standings. Brother, I love you, man.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, that's why I had to stop it. No, I just no. Julie Julie came up here just a second ago for our fans. My girlfriend is a Seahawk fan. I just said he threw a pick six, and I just watched the replay, and I was like, Oh my god, freaking Marcus fucking Peters,
1: dude. That is so ah, awesome. I love that dude. And a perfect for world, we were able to keep him and still trade for Jalen Ramsey. ooh we that would have been money, man.
4: Hey, all I could all I can say is they're both working out well so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they get ooh.
3: Seattle to five and two today, that trade you, Marcus and Peter. that pick six. Did it all for us It it might It it, it might have saved our season You know what I mean After watching today today, I got one thing
4: to say I think we ain't done yet
3: You fucking (laughs) ain't right we ain't done yet We're just getting started Let me ask you guys this The 35th overall pick in the draft last year Is now a part of the Rams Offensive guard slash center from The Browns How quickly do you think we could get him up to speed And give him a shot in there at either center or left guard, or right guard, uh, Austin Blythe. I'm sorry, but he went from first to worst in one season. I don't know what the hell happened to him, but I don't know if somebody called it, you know his house and said, "If you don't start stop playing like shit, I'm gonna fucking murder you and bury you in the desert, or what." But he just how do you how do you fall apart in one oh. year? One one year you're a badass, the next year you're soft as Charmin. I, I don't fucking get it.
4: Well, yeah, no, no, hold on. It's because people around him felt fucking pieces look he had a veteran center next to him he's got a dude that is getting his first real breath at center first off so the communication probably isn't there like it was last year and for two havenstein on the right side dude ain't the same either so he's has been to do a lot more than he did before so he might have been a liability in the
1: past but he had dudes around him picking him up just think about it like that
3: okay so, do so we think so... Brian
1: allen is it at center no, no, absolutely not. Okay. Dude, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm, to, not, I'm not
3: talking about assignments or schemes or anything. I'm talking about one grown man lined up another against another grown man, and they lock up, and it's mano-a-mano. I'm not talking about chipping or any of that shit, dude. All I'm talking no, about I've is Brian trip, and Rob and Austin all lining up against guys, locking up with them, Lock it up in the ring with them, right? And they're getting physically beat up by another grown man. That has nothing to do with anything but another guy kicking your ass. That's it. So how does that fucking happen overnight? How does that happen?
4: So communication, man. The center used to call things out.
0: What the fuck does center, communication
3: man. have to do when you physically grab another guy by the shoulders and you're wrestling with him trying to prevent cent- him to get to Jared cent- Goff? Cent- center is- center is looking at you telling you
4: what your assignment is where they're coming from what's going on they're not calling out the assignments to him he's freaking out there and he's lost if he's lost that's a big problem
3: is my microphone working yes you're (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound like it is because you're not making any sense because the center is not calling out the assignments to him. No, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm telling you right now. I if heard me, what if, you if said. You were, if you were in my backyard right now and we locked up, that's all I'm talking about. Me versus you. One winner, one okay, loser. But it's not that simple. That has nothing to do but with it's the call. that simple. How, how do you figure? How do you figure when the call's because already not- in and the guy's physically locked up, how does, what does that have to do with the play call? Nothing. Nothing. All I'm saying is it's nothing. not
4: that simple. The guy in front of you might not be the guy you're blocking.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> Never mind. I'm out, dude. It's not I'm that out. simple.
4: It's not it's not one on one, dude. It's not one on one. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of stunts, twists, blitzes.
3: You're not once again, you're not listening. Let's move on from this conversation. I'm talking about physically locked up, one on one. The guys are getting their ass kicked. If you're already engaged, the fucking play call doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're already physically locked up with the guy. And the guy grabs you and throws you on the ground like a fucking rag doll. It has nothing to do with assignments. The assignments are already assigned. The ball's hiked. You lock up and you get your ass kicked. That's what's happening. If you miss your assignment, then that's what you're talking about. We're talking about two different fucking things here, Brian. Two different things. No, no, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about a guy being
4: confused. That's, and, he may be I, and I know that's what you're guy. talking about. But you're He's arguing a confused. different point. He may lock up with him, but he might not be fully engaged, is what I'm getting
3: at. If, if that's the case, then that's the case. He's still getting his ass kicked. You're not, if you lock up with the guy, you've consciously made a decision that that's the guy you're going to lock up with. So do it. I don't care what the assignment was. If the guy in front of you, is in front of you, and he's rushing at you, you fucking don't let him run by you. You don't let him push you on your back. That's your job at the end of the day. We all know there's a chess playbook involved, but this is also a physical game, right? So at some point, you need to be tough, and they're not. They're getting their asses kicked. All of a sudden, overnight, you got three offensive linemen that don't know how to play football when they did before. You know, even even Andrew's getting beat up out there because he's getting older. He needs help. He needs a guy like Roger next to him, to chip dudes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And to piggyback, so I want to I wanna give Goff... I go wanna give Goff, let, me, let me go. I want to give Goff yeah, you're a, lot of, a lot of praise for his pocket awareness today because as bad as the offensive line has been, they were a little bit better today, but there are some instances in the game where had he not had that awareness and stepped up, moved out of, you know, out of the way, he just had that presence there that avoided sacks you know he he helped himself today and with that i mean i'm looking at the the box score right now there is nothing but goose eggs as far as sacks for the atlanta defense they didn't touch him absolutely no No, they touched him but not like that yeah
3: his lateral movement in the pocket today was what it's supposed to be he was moving around he was shifting left to right stepping up when the pass rush was coming at him from behind or from the sides he did exactly what a quarterback is supposed to do today and I saw a lot of the old Jared Goff today I think Mm -hmm. all these trades that we made last week injected life into the players and into the locker room because it showed that the front office has their back right the front office made sure to let the guys on the roster know we have your back we're going to do as much as we can to make sure that you guys are in the best position to win out there and I think that that behavior this week by Les Snead trickled down into the locker room and it was pretty obvious especially from guys like Dante Fowler who just got his buddy added to his team right because you know the Jacksonville Jaguars are our farm system obviously which is fine with me they 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 draft well fuck it I mean they've drafted well for quite a few seasons now Uh, you know they got a lot of good players on that fucking team I'll take a few more if you guys want to cough up you know Miles Jack hook it up I'll take him So
4: wait, let's be honest, though. There's a big difference, though, between last week and this week. Our bookends, as in the tackles, didn't get manhandled to the fact of where Jared Goff took his last step of his five-step drop and was about to get hit. Yes, we were still giving up pressure, but he had enough time to evaluate it and move laterally in the pocket to actually make these throws. So there was a little bit of holdup compared to last year. I mean, not last year, sorry, last week, where he just didn't have any time, man.
3: No, he didn't, and they did do a little bit better. I don't know how the Atlanta front seven grades out against the rest of the opponents that we went up against, but, you know, when we go up against really Not good much. defenses is when we we really show our, our vulnerability, so to speak, right? It showed last year, Absolutely. it's shown this year at this point when we play against tough defensive lines like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and... You know, the 40 ers Niners—they fucking smashed us. You know, straight up. There, were,
4: there was two guys. There was two guys on that Atlanta defensive line that were doing it. It was Brady Jarrett and Tack McKinley. Other than that, I don't think I heard another guy's name mentioned.
1: Right? Yeah, the dude that That's is it. on the chopping block for him right now, and Vic Beasley. Like Vic he was Neasley. signed. He was signed to rush the passer, and I didn't see him doing shit. He wasn't even rushing the passer. They had him dropping exactly. back in pass exactly. coverage yeah. for whatever yeah. fucking reason.
4: By he was the one covering early on that. He was the one covering early on that touchdown pass, which I have to admit wasn't bad coverage.
1: And that was a beautiful pass by Jared Goff too. He could right have, it beautiful the
4: pass, top. beautiful catch.
1: Yeah, you couldn't have thrown it any better. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and I texted Tommy during the middle of the game after Goff made some of those really good throws. And I was like, "That's
3: my quarterback. That's my QB." So
1: I saw the Owens
3: so, gift right when you, you know, in my head, the Owens gift just came.
4: Yeah, that's my quarterback. So let me let me let me let me let me also say though, there was a concerted effort to get Gerald Everett involved in the game, and Gerald Everett stopped on a lot of balls early in the game. Yeah. So it made Jared Goff look bad. He eventually hooked up with him, and they eventually got a touchdown and whatnot. But there should have been a couple more. Cause Gerald Everett gave up on a
1: couple of plays when those balls were in the air. Yeah. That pass down the sideline. I don't know why he slowed up on it. Goff would have hit him right. He just in stopped. Stride. He just, yeah. Yeah. He just, he just stopped. He pulled back.
3: So but. in those instances, when you're playing wide receiver and tight end, even running back, rolling out in the routes, there's <clears throat> certain players that have trouble walking and chewing gum per se. And right now he's one of them. And it's, it goes back to even last season there's he's not where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be and I've been really paying attention to his footwork staring at him holistically this whole game because I knew he was going to be a focal point on as far as film and matchups were concerned so I made Gerald Everett a focal point while watching this game that's why I missed a lot of other stuff that went on on offense because I was really just staring at, at 81 most of the time seeing what he was up to because I think he's such a a great talent at tight end and he's, you know, he just, he needs to pick it up and his biggest problem is his footwork. And when he tries to track the ball, when it's in the air, his feet stop. And that's his biggest hurdle. Mm-hmm. And that's why it makes Jared Goff look like he can't throw to a wide open receiver when it's absolutely fucking Gerald Everett's fault. 95% of the time.
4: Well, that'll oh, come absolutely. with, that'll come with, uh, that'll come with playing more because you know, he's been used sparingly in the past over the last, I don't know. Three weeks, we've actually started to give him some play time, like he deserves. But he's got to go out there, and he's got to fucking learn how to walk,
1: man. Like he's mm-hmm. an infant; he's crawling now. He needs to learn how to walk. Yeah, and you got to remember that we drafted him as a pretty raw player out of college. He, South I Alabama, that. dude. Yeah, South I Alabama. He, he didn't have to be a polished route runner in college. So now that he has to be, he's struggling with it. And as soon as he gets that part of his game. Like, dialed in, he'll be great. He's, there's no doubt in my mind that he's a beast. He could do a lot better than he's doing right now. The oh, opportunities are there. Yeah. He's a mismatch for any defensive bet. Oh, he missed event. the kick. Yeah, they, they put
3: linebackers and safeties on him. It's over. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that all day. Just like last year, you know, in the NFC Championship, in the second half, Drew Brees came out and just slung it all the way down the field every single play to Kamara against Corey Littleton one-on-one. Listen, nobody's going to win that battle on defense against guys like Kamara. And that's what we should be doing with Gerald Everett. Pay attention to the guys that aren't being paid attention to so that you can give Cooper cup, Robert Woods and Brandon cooks opportunities because the defense is always focused on those three. So start focusing on other guys a little bit more So that way you can throw those guys open a little bit, you know, because listen, Cooper Cup is being doubled constantly now because he's that good and everyone's figured that out. So, you know, it's time to start delivering that ball to Gerald Everett. And I don't know how many targets he had today, but he had quite a few. Right.
1: Talking about Gerald, right? Yeah. He had 10. He had 10 targets, four catches for 50 yards. One touchdown. Yeah, he would so have been he, he would a have been the fun of the offense.
3: Yeah, he would have been the fantasy number 1 fantasy tight end if he would have kept his feet moving cuz he would have yep. had like th- four and, touchdowns probably today.
1: And next in targets was Cooper Cup with eight. Of course. That's no yeah. surprise. Yeah. It was
3: nice to see Brandon Cooks get involved a little bit more today. I mean, we do pay money. It was a nice money. to
1: see him it was nice to see him get involved in the intermediate passing game yes. instead of you know just stretching the field and being a one-trick pony.
3: Yeah, because if you're the fastest guy in the field, why do you have to run a nine route all the time? Why can't you just you know beat everyone to the sticks and whatnot, running hooks and curls and crossing routes? Like, dude, speed is speed, right? Yep. You use it, use it. And I hate to I hate to
4: say it because we have a lot of good receivers, but I think Brandon Cooks might be the best route runner on the team.
3: Ooh. I'm gonna know really no about Cooper
4: Cup. No, dude, dude, no, 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 no. That dude came out of college as a polished route runner out of Oregon State. He's always been a good route runner. Now if you're using him in those routes and you're always running nines, that's that's on play calling, dude. That doesn't mean he's not a good route runner.
3: No, I, I can't say he's not, but I just would if I was gonna say who's the best route runner on the team, I would say Cooper Cup.
4: Uh, I wouldn't. Not yet. Don't get me wrong, I think Cooper Cup's great. And then I would go Robert Woods. I think he's great. But yeah. I would say uh, we have Robert Woods in him but we have three really good route runners. That's, that's the thing. No. The and that's why and that's why I throw it out there. But I think that I, I really do think Brandon Cooks might be the best of them.
3: Well, as I'm gonna far start, as just being now, a route runner. I'm going to really start paying attention to that now cuz I got to see it. Cuz I honestly I don't right? I don't watch him a lot. So I'm next game Okay, 12 Every time he's on the field, I'm only going to watch 12, and then we'll get, we'll get on the air okay. and we'll go over it because I'm super curious about that. I can't say he's not because I don't pay attention enough, so that would be a fair assessment. Fair enough. All right, yeah. now oh, we got an assignment. What we should start doing, too, is picking position battle assignments and, and focusing on them. I do that a lot more now as a, as a football fan. I, I tend to focus on individuals more. Like when Obo was on the field, I watched him every play. Because I wanted to see what he can do, and he did a fine job today. By the way, he really did. Everyone's saying that he, you know, wasn't getting an opportunity because he's not good is bullshit. There's just people in front of him that are starters. You know what I mean? He's just down on the depth chart. When you have a, you know, a decent amount of of defensive ends that are on the depth chart, and then you come into the league, you know, with injury problems, you're going to get pushed down to the bottom. It is what it is. But now that he's healthy and he's getting some opportunities due to injuries, I was happy to see that. And he did a pretty damn good job. He's he looks like a brood out there. I mean, when you see him, his his arms are like Khalil Mack. They're like down to his knees. So his reach is unreal, right? When he gets when he gets his hands out there, he can really get his hands on an offensive lineman and prevent them from getting shorter arms on him, which is a huge advantage yeah. in this case. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm still going to go back to defensively though. Dante Fowler Jr.
4: Man. He should have had exactly why we signed him to the <laughs> – he should have. But I- besides that, man, just the freaking impact on the game he had, dude. That guy was flying.
3: Dude, how how much does your emotional state of mind affect you as a player? Like, look at Dante play today knowing his boy is on his team now. Like, did you see that cheese smile he had this week on Twitter, dude? Yep, he yep, came absolutely. out so year year. happy, you know, because Two he Florida knows boys. he knows who Jalen really is, man. Two Florida boys,
4: be it once Florida, once Florida State, but yes, they played on the same team together. They know each other. They probably know each other way long ago. You know what I mean? Like Florida, Florida State. Like those guys probably knew each other growing up.
3: Yeah, morale is a huge uh, thing in a locker room and when you got guys, you know, with frumpy shoulders like Todd Gurley, that doesn't help morale at all. And when you inject a guy like Jalen Ramsey who's just full of piss and vinegar, and I don't know if you guys watched the interview with Ryan Clark that he sat down in the last forty eight hours, I wanna say. But no, it was I didn't. it, it was phenomenal. And he explains It was
4: Ryan Clark and, and Jalen?
3: Yes, and he explains. Okay,
4: no, I didn't see.
3: how it all went down from the moment he was drafted to Jacksonville till now, and basically a lot of the stuff I've been talking about this week is true. In, in his body language, his behavior, everything correlated to a man who was. Which this is what happens with NFL players, right? And, and I don't want to hear people on Twitter be like, "They make millions of dollars. Nobody feels sorry for them." I don't give a fuck, dude. There's, it's still a job whether you make minimum wage or you make ten million dollars a year. A job is a job is a job, and money doesn't directly correlate to emotional happiness and enlightenment. So, and you're when you, still when a you, human you, being, exactly. So when you get drafted against your will to to go move to a new city that you might not even want to fucking ever live in ever in your life, and then go to an organization, and the first two years in the league you have injury issues because. The training staff, you feel, is not up to par, so you decided this offseason that you were going to work with your own training staff and do things differently so you can be healthy and be available because that's what you want. You want to be out there and help your team win. And when he started to do that, Tom Coughlin, and he didn't name him, but he named him you could t- completely tell the way he described Tom Coughlin without saying his name was the re- one of the reasons in the catalyst why he wanted the fuck out because apparently... Tom Coughlin, as the president of the team, is now, again, the Tom Coughlin that everybody fucking hated in Jacksonville when he was a coach. Now, when he went to New York and pissed everyone off and made Tiki Barber basically retire because he couldn't fucking deal with him, and Strahan and everyone else hated his ass, he realized he had to change or he was going to lose the team and never be able to coach again. So he started to be more of a player's coach. But now that he went back to Jacksonville as a president, apparently he's another fucking dickhead that he used to be back in the day he used to piss one off and Jalen Ramsey doesn't like his ass he doesn't like the way the organization is ran he doesn't see any hope in sight which we all know the Jacksonville Jaguars are just there's certain teams in the NFL that are just not going to win a Super Bowl right They're just not These organizations it's, I mean maybe you'll get a straggler once you know in a, in a blue moon maybe every 50 years but come on man it's just it is what it is and these players it's, it's, these uh, players fucking the- see that
1: <laughs> yep, it's the the Jaguars, the Cardinals. I
3: just saw boobies,
1: and yeah, Brian's favorite team, the Browns,
3: the Buccaneers, any team he in Florida, it. for that matter. You didn't hear me.
4: Oh,
1: what did you say? I said I just saw boobies. Boobies? Yeah. Somebody slapped Marcus Peters for that pick six.
4: I just uh, saw boobies. That's all I gotta say.
1: No, <laughs> no description. I no. I just thought.
3: I just uh. thought just, no I saw boobies, that's all. No how married. it led up to the boobies. Man. I, I
4: I just saw a Seahawks, I just saw a Seahawks fan take her jersey off. Oh,
3: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you just answer my question. <laughs> oh shit. It must be halftime. It must be halftime. Pick 6 by Peters, the boobies come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I got to say too I'm thoroughly convinced Brian purposely trolls me on the every time we do a show just to get me to fucking lose my shit.
1: I, I might do a little bit cuz it's kind of funny. <laughs> nah, dude, you need to stop getting so angry.
3: That's what Jim Hawk yeah, told Tommy, me. Why are you such angry else? Even even Jim Hawk told me that in the email our sponsor. Tommy, I'll give you these tickets if you stop being so angry on the air. Just kidding, haha. Ooh, that wait, was his who? email. Jim, our, who? Our, Jim Jim Hawk, the Ramstock sponsor. Oh, okay. Exactly. Why? why yeah. Why
4: are you so angry? I, I, I
3: don't. I've been, I've been angry my whole life, dude. Smart people die young. It is what it is. I probably won't make it to fifty. Fuck it.
1: <sighs> you know, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change the conversation there on you, Tommy, and I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that marquis christian made me really proud today marquis Marquai. marquis whatever the fuck it is marquis marquis uh, there's like three different fucking pronunciations anyways he played solid today he was sound and tackling and he was where he needed to be and i was happy him and rap you know what was i was happy about
4: game. you know what i was happy about with him what's that him and the Bogue have similar hairstyles. I know he has got a lot more hair, but they both like to bleach their hair. <laughs> hey, I told the Bogue that I would speak about his hair because he he thought that we actually did a full episode on his hair, and I told him, actually, dude, we've never even talked about it. So said, hey, dude, we've got more important th- things to talk about, like Rams football, but I, I made a point to bring up Slim Bogey um, with his little bleach blonde hair and... That's it. I'm done. Go back to your. Go back to Marquee Christian.
3: I actually can't even hate on uh Jake's hair because I don't have any, so I just wish I had some <laughs> so I could be in the game again. <laughs> Good for you, Jake, for at well, least having hair still, buddy. W-
4: w- well, he looks like he's well on his way out, and if he keeps bleaching it, it's going to fall out soon.
3: <laughs> Genetics always catch oh, up to you. So if your mother's side of the family men are bald, you're probably going to be bald too. That's just kind of how it works, man. My brother, luckily for some odd reason, got my dad's side and still has hair. So fuck you, bro. Oh, and he's a Nine fan. That's, yeah. that's going to hurt. It's, it's, oh, it's, a, it's just a. Yeah, I, I still to this day. And I'm one of these days I'll get a DNA test just to prove it. But I, I still think I'm fucking adopted. <laughs> My parents get so mad when oh. I say that shit too. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I'm all I don't look like you guys I, and I just start going on a tangent and it fucking get so bad. <laughs> I mean, do you blame him? No, it's just funny though.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. All right. So we thinking. all we're all in agreement that Dante Fowler was probably player of the game on defense. Fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Although Aaron Donald lifting Freeman off his feet like a little man child was fucking phenomenal. Yeah.
4: But let's also let's also be in agreement the reason why Dante Fowler got to be the man today is because Jalen Ramsey went out there
1: and handled his yep. own on his side of the defense. Yep. And that's why he was smiling eater here all week. He knew that mm-hmm. Ramsey was gonna give him that split second extra to get to the quarterback and he was gonna go feast. Exactly. And they were also going to allow.
4: They were also going to allow him to actually send pressure and send a blitz. Yep. It wasn't going to be one on ones across the board or two on ones or whatever because you probably got four guys rushing six. Now you got six on six, five on six,
1: whatever it may be. Exactly. Now on offense, who's who's the player of the game on offense?
4: Offense.
1: Hmm. might have to give that to jared goff that's probably where i would go with it too yep i yeah. agree i love i love that spike in the end zone <laughs> after he juked oh, down the, the, on a the, the one back, where that was <laughs> but, the one yeah. where they
4: scored two plays previously yeah. and then the play they, after they, and they had to score three yep. times in a row
1: yep exactly that that one yeah, that was uh That was, was, nice ridi- that was ridiculous. That yeah, was yeah, ridiculous. I was, I was just
3: pissed because Todd Gurley couldn't fucking get in the end
1: zone. Oh, he was in the end zone, dude. That was a touchdown. He down. was in the end zone. They stopped that ball. He was so far in the end zone, it was ridiculous. Yeah, well, the
3: refs The ref saw it, it. differently. I, I agree with you guys, but the refs saw it differently, obviously, because he didn't get a to touch him.
4: Like, when they showed that slow-mo, like, if they would have reviewed that and – Good for them not wasting their time out. Whatever, but wait, wait, wait wait wait, 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 wait. He was obviously. So,
3: did the refs not review? Because they didn't oh, call they it a didn't. Score, no, no, right?
4: no. It has to be called. They, they had, they yeah. had to, yeah. yeah, no, no. They had to, they had to actually throw a red flag to get that review. But I, so swear,
1: I swear, I saw one of the refs throw their hands up like it was a touchdown, and then the other one came in and said, "No, it wasn't." I mean, Gurley was, was standing door. two feet in the
4: end zone. Like, how is that not an end? How yeah. is that not a touchdown? He, he passed the goal line. It was past the
3: goal yeah, line. Way past the, the, goal, the goal line. You, like he was a yard it. into it. Yeah, you just have to break the plane. The ball just
4: yeah. has to go across it, yeah.
3: Well that, that was BS. Having said that, boys, uh any final thoughts, Mark?
1: Um, let's go to fucking London and beat the shit out of the Bengals and go to five and three, go on to the bye week and get right, get some players back, hopefully, um, get rested and let's fucking keep this winning streak going
3: agreed Brian
4: yeah I got some final thoughts um just want to throw a little shade out there just because I'm that guy um Ram Bros if you're listening you guys suck uh good luck getting any kind of follows or uh visits to your um podcast now that you left the Ram Stock Network and Nick we all know that you're General Goff go suck a dick bye
3: (laughs) 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 There you go. That's Brian Juano. Never lets us down when it comes to being a savage. Well, that's it for us today, gentlemen. I have no final thoughts. I already went on a fucking psychopath rant this episode, so I'm just going to let it ride. And we are going to bounce. We love all you on Ram's Twitter, even the booger eaters. You entertain us with your stupidity. Oh,
4: can we give a teaser? Can we give a teaser for Wednesday? Sure. Uh, with, a, with our special guest that might know a little bit about uh, Secondary.
1: Yeah, bring it. Well, let's do it.
4: Leroy Irvin. Leroy Irvin coming on the show on Wednesday. Just just want to throw that out there.
1: He sure hey, is. And, and it's not a Rams Uncensored episode until we say Rams Uncensored.
3: That's right. Rams mother-
1: uncensored. That's right,
3: motherfuckers. And we are out. Have a good rest of your day,
2: motherfucker.
4: People like to hear people fucking talk shit.